How's it going, my brothers and sisters? This is Steve Kitts. Thank you for joining us on During Bible Study Podcast. We'll open up in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, that you're with us and that these words, Lord, that you give us is something we can put in our hearts and use for your glory. Lift you up and give you the honor. In your blessed name we beg. Amen. You can't hide from God. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. And when... They heard the voice from the Lord, God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees in the garden. God, the creator of all things, appeared to spend time with his own creation. This is a show of kindness and love. He came walking like in a visible form, not running hastily or in a hurry, as one he came impelled to uh, to meet with them. He wasn't angry or coming on them greatly because he already knew what they did, but he came to spend time with them, to show them that he loved them. How great is his love for us that even when we mess up, he still comes to us with his kindness and his love. This shows the power of the word of God that it comes walking through. In the cool of the day even. The cool of the day could simply mean a restful part of the day or literally a breeze of the day. A nice and peaceful time like in the evening right before sunset. The creator of the universe wanted to spend time with you. You should feel special that he wants a personal relationship with you. Now they hid themselves among the trees in the garden. They hid in the very place that they had sinned. You can't hide in sin because God knows where you are. They hide out of shame, remorse, fear, or a sense of guilt for their disobedience. Feelings to which they were not worthy to be in God's presence. Instead of repenting of what they did, they chose to shun God. The very person that chose to approach them as he always did. How foolish to think of eluding his notice. Verse 9 says, And the Lord God called to Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? God called out to me one day when I was hidden in sin. God knew exactly where we are all the time. Adam was hiding from God, but God asked anyways to allow Adam to come forward. The combination of knowledge, disobedience, and human frailty led to the overpowering urge to cover up and hide from God. Adam had never hid from God before. God never before had asked where Adam was. Sin will take you away from God. You will try to hide in the sin, but you can't hide from God. Even when you fail, God is always there with you and seeking to spend more time with you. Verse 10, And he said, I hear thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself he was confused and he was scared and afraid but it was evasive 
no sign of true humanity or repentance. He didn't regret what he did at the moment, but he soon found out that he should have regretted it for our mankind. We find that they blame everyone else and didn't take ownership of their own actions, each time throwing the blame on one another. Well, like Adam, we have reason to be afraid of the approaching of God. If we are not covered and clothed in righteousness of Christ, covered by His blood, then your eternity will be in hell. When we're out of the will of God, we avoid churchy people and things. They only remind us of how we used to be or where we should be at. The fact that they never knew that they were naked before they had sinned, but they did afterwards. There was another person that tried to hide from God, and there's many in the Bible we could talk about, but I wanted to talk about uh, Jonah real quick. Sometimes we learn lessons the hard way because we don't always do things God's way. God gave Noah a job to do, and he ran away from it. He had to learn the hard way. He couldn't hide from God. Now, Nevi was a great wealthy city with many people. We see that in Jonah 4.11. But Nevi was a wicked city. Very wicked. God told Jonah to go tell the people of Nevi to stop their wicked ways. If they didn't stop, he would destroy them in 40 days. Jonah decided to disobey God. To serve God is a choice that we all have to make, even today. The people of Nebuchadnezzar were Jonah's enemies. He didn't want to warn his enemies. Jonah tried to run away and hide from God. Instead of going to Nebuchadnezzar, he sailed away towards Joppa. He got on a boat that was sailing in a different direction. He knew that he was supposed to do something that God had told him to, but he refused to go to Neva. He paid the fare to go to Tarshish, went down into the bottom of the boat to take a rest. Now we think that the grass is always greener on the other side, or we think that sinning is going to be easier and smooth sailing, but it's not. Suddenly, God sent a big storm with strong winds and big waves. The boat was rocked back and forth on the waves. It was, it was a horrible storm. The boat almost went underwater, and it looked like it might break apart. These seasoned sailors were afraid and thought they were going to die. They were experienced sailors who were not religious, but they knew that somebody was making God angry. But Jonah was sound asleep, happy in his sin. Jonah was happy with his plan to go away from where God had told him to go. The captain went down and woke him up. The captain is one that is in charge, just like a pastor or a leader. Somebody that can shake you and wake you and tell you you're doing something wrong. God uses those people to watch over the flock. Well, the captain found Jonah, that he was running away from God. And I can tell you that the world can tell that you're different. And they can tell when you're not right with the Lord, where you need to be at. Once we're saved through the belief in Jesus Christ, we're different. 
We have a Holy Spirit inside of us that is the third part of the Godhead. And it has a light that we can shine in the dark and dying world. Jonah knew that God had caused the storm because he didn't obey what God had told him to do. Jonah wanted to die instead of going on and doing what God had told him to do. He asked to be thrown overboard and the sailors did it. But instead of drowning, a great fish came along and swallowed him up. Jonah didn't die, but was in the belly of the fish and was given time to think about his actions. God will get your attention. God will allow you time to rethink your actions. But think about this. Time wouldn't matter when you're a place when you're cut off from things. He was in that darkness of the belly of the well. He couldn't keep track of what day it was and how many hours had left. He was in there with his own thoughts and his own actions. Sin can blind you and keep you in the dark. And only way out is the light of Jesus. But on that third day of his thinking and working with his emotions, he came to himself and he called out to God and asked for forgiveness. I bet at the same time that he was doing that, that was when the great fish spit him out on the shores of Neva. The place that he was trying not to go to, you'll find out that God's plan for us is greater than we can ever imagine. Obedience is important, and we should just do what he places in our life's path. Hebrews 4 and 13 says nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Trust in him saves us a guilty conscience. So I guess my main point is that sin will cause you to do stupid things and attempt to hide it. We read that even the earth cried out. To God when Cain killed Abel. God is the creator of all things, so all things know Him, and all things talk to Him. We're only fooling ourselves to think that we can hide anything from the Almighty God. You can run and avoid your calling on your life, but you'll find out in the end that you might end up doing it anyways. So why not save yourself some trouble and commit to God's will today? Start today to reach those that God puts in your path. Just think of all the lives that you could help and change by obedience to God. You're important to the body of Christ. And by us all doing our part, then the body of Christ and the body of church will operate normally. Well, I love you, and I want to uh, close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful word. We know, Lord, that you put a calling on each and every life, Lord, that you want them to reach and teach and to touch and to move when you say to move. We thank and we praise you, Lord, that we're trying to do your will and we want to lift up others along the way. In your blessed holy name, amen. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show 
Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Within minutes of finishing each recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you. Let me tell you about a new product that you probably need to go check out. It's called Talking Jesus Doll at JesusDoll.com. If you use my promo code Steve Kitts at checkout, they'll give you an extra 10% off. With all the woke culture going out affecting kids with cartoons and toys, they're trying to separate your kids and your grandkids from the family and from God. I recommend that you introduce Jesus to your kids as early as possible. That's why we're partnering with the Talking Jesus Doll. It's a plush doll that talks. When you squeeze the hand, it speaks ten phrases that Jesus said in the Bible, from the Lord's Prayer to John 3.16 and everything in between. With everything that's going on, it's important to introduce our children to the love and the lessons that Jesus had for many years. I love this product and so does everyone else. The reviews are amazing and kids are learning the Bible verses and using the doll to minister to others. If you have kids, grandkids, nieces, and nephews, this is a perfect gift for them. It could be for Easter, birthdays, and even Christmas. Teach your kids about the Lord. Go to JesusDoll.com and use the promo code SteveKids for 10% off and God bless you.